a toast to the lords of music, both living and uh, gone from this world. We ask you to, to assist us in our musical journeys and uh, assist us and be kind to us as we drink. Thank you so much for making it uh, possible uh, for us to live so long, drink so much, and play so much guitar thus far. Please give us many more years. Uh, who would you like to toast this week, Zach? Uh, I know we just did it, but Eddie Van Halen, because I just started learning how to tap for the first time ever. <laughs> Woo, Eddie Van Halen. Prabhu, what's your man? Or uh, woman? It's going to be uh, Bill Kelleher from Mastodon, because I, um, I joined his master class this Friday, upcoming Friday. So hey. I'll get to actually interact with him, and I'm really stoked. And steal nice. his lips. Steal, steal all the licks for us. Yeah, just all. That's gonna be my one question. Can I have your? Right. I'm just gonna panic, and I'm just gonna go with Rory Gallagher. Uh, he's a Irish guitarist, um, very influential under the scene for a lot of people. I think more people are, are getting to know him more, but he's just a really, really good guitarist, and I enjoy his music. So, without further ado, a toast, guys. Thank you so much. What are you guys drinking? No today jack honey johnny walker johnny walker i'm just doing red wine i don't know what kind it's it just tastes good <laughs> that's that's red wine right it's all this it's... it just tastes like old grapes exactly yeah that's true all right probably okay. show us the way so i didn't really put together something incredible this time i just kind of put in uh this riff that i've been playing around with and it's more of like an exercise so it's on drop d so it's just basically jumping around. No, no, it's not really a structured riff. I'm making it up. I kind of as I go along, but it can kind. Of, it's mainly it's it's skipping around the strings a lot, so you can kind of keep a metronome and just keep going around. So, so Zach is clearly getting it. He's going to play it for us flawlessly in a minute. But I, I clear, I can tell you honestly, I don't. What, what are you hammering on generally? And are you going between A, E, or, or I should say not A? Are you going from your low D to your A string to your uh, high D string? In this yeah, case, yeah. So it's it's uh, open there, and yeah, this is a good exercise for hammer-ons because it's a lot more. The pick right hand is actually a lot simpler than it is. It's not like fast. It's just a, and then the last one. What you're doing is you're you're hammering on the B string, and then you're not actually picking the A string on the fourth fret. You're actually just hammering onto it. So you're doing this like. So you're only picking the D, and then you're hammering onto the D. So, so I I think I, the first time I heard that was in listen to periphery because they use that in a song i think that's actually honestly one of their riffs but like they uh they do that a lot where they do this like the it sounds a lot bigger than it is but it's just you can do that in different strings where you're just picking the and then you just hit the the a string so it, rather than like it's a lot faster than the you know two finger like kind of playing it twice. So I think it's a good allude because there's a riff by Periphery that goes. Uh, 
It's like, I forgot what it goes. I also have a weirdly photographic memory. It's doing a lot of stuff like that, but they're only picking like every quarter note or something like that. But, and uh, they do a lot of the hammer-ons on the other string. And it was very surprising to me how like audible it was. Cause sometimes hammering on without a, uh, a initial picking can be really hard at least. And, and you were talking about tapping earlier. And I think that's one of the things sometimes with some of the tapping, like, like, uh, what's that ACDC song, the, the Thunderstruck? Like, I find that can be really hard to sustain over time, like, without picking it, you know? But, yeah, I think this is a good exercise kind of thing. I haven't made it into something, but... Just, you don't have to do it on one and four. That's just a big stretch, so it's, I think, a good exercise. But you can do it on four and six. So I'm really only just picking. All I'm doing is Yeah, you got it. That's cool. <laughs> no, that sounded good. So is the rhythm for it? Sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. Is the rhythm for it? No, right. so it's not it's not dun dun it's dun it's it's straight back to the A string on the fourth. Yeah, so I mean I'm kind of bullshitting the rhythm, I just made it up, but it's kind of this weird polyrhythmic thing, so it's like so it's kind of a stuttery like so it doesn't go it's like Oh, so that first one away. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's that drum line you were talking about. You get, you said you like figure rhythms out fast. I feel like it, it's kind of yeah. hard sometimes with that, that kind of stuff, like not a super genty whatever stuff. It's like it's easier, honestly, if you have a metronome to kind of like yeah. because it's bouncing around. Because if I were doing it, it would be like. Or it wouldn't if you took just one measure of it, it would sound off. But if you like extended it for two measures, it'll like wrap up if that makes sense. So, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, a lot of that polyrhythmic kind of stuff. So, that was just a little thing. Riff out with it one more time. I want to hear the real deal. guitar too but you gotta be pissed at me because <laughs> okay mute <laughs> mute zoom and tune real quick <laughs> we'll do talks amongst yourself right. oh so this probably guy just needed a tune wait i probably real quick are you tuning to just tuning back and What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I keep i staying in and drop me i'm just making sure should I'll we stay and drop me you see, you, see, you see how easy that was, Kano? You know, sometimes the bridge of some of these guitars just can't. I'm you, have a, you have like a mute switch on your Activex. You can just hold it down and tune. But it's all the way over there. I have to like bend over to the <laughs> Yeah, are you serious, Zach? <laughs> are you crazy? Yeah, I just use the software. Oh my god. Hey, Zach, have you opened your new Axe Effects? Yeah, have you? <laughs> 
I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, you haven't opened it? No, it's, you want to see it? I'll show you. Right Why? <laughs> Can I switch? Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. There it is. And all of this glory. <laughs> you're sitting on, you're just a fractal warehouse. <laughs> Guys, Bro. it's even. It's you, you have, you have more unused fra <laughs> fractal equipment than Dave Mustaine but, right now. Set up Axe 3. It's on my to-do list. Is there something, I, is there, do you want to talk about it? Is there something that's holding you back from it? Is it? I'm just not, like, I'm not excited to have had to spend 2,000 bucks on it, to but be honest. But it already happened. You're already 2G in the deep, dude. You're I know, but, like, I'm still looking at the giant hole in my bank account. Like, I hate myself. Are you, you going to return it or sell it? Dude, no, I'm gonna open it, and it, I know I'm gonna love it. Don't return it if you do. Stupid. Sell it, because those things you can sell for more than what you bought it for. I know it's kind of messed up, but then I have this moral like questioning: like, am I a bad person for doing Dude, this? You, but... you flip Gibsons for a living. That's like that's different, though. But there's a difference between like, and also I don't do that for a living. <laughs> 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 but, have you flipped one? I yet? did have like a couple hundred. <laughs> have you flipped one yet? Did you flip uh, the Did you flip the one that you showed us last week? Yeah, I overpaid for that one, so I just cut my losses on that one. But he ain't flipping yet. Probably don't put pressure. He's, on okay, he, he's, like, he's not a living, but he's flipping it. Uh, you know, with is he flipping it intentionally. <laughs> he's flipping trying it? to. Is he actually flipping it or is he flopping it? The, the <laughs> homie's trying, man. He's he's got the also there. this light in my room is like extra bright today. It's like the sun is on my camera. I'm trying to like the sun is on you. You just um. Probably shut up. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So you I mean, should I mute my waited. guitar out later, but then it's just you saying, probably shut up. <laughs> <I would> shut <laughs> and they're up. just like, dude, why? <laughs> yeah. Um, crap, what was I going to say? You, you're not opening your. your oh, you, oh, you're, oh, you're flopping on Gibson and you're not opening I could have waited. I could have probably waited to like. Like it would have taken a couple more months to like sell it for a profit, but I found one on Facebook that I think will be worth more, and I'm gonna wait till I get it so I can show it to you because Kanem's gonna really like it. Oh man, that that's gonna hurt. You're gonna I, love it. I, I, I'm I'm excited it, for it. It's a double cutaway, isn't it? What? Mm. Wait, is it? Is is it? A, well, all right, all right, all right. First off, we have no planned agenda, and this is exactly how the show is going to go today. We have nothing specific to talk about, except it's double cutaway now. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. just just out of curiosity, um, is this is this a special or a standard? Uh, standard. That's the hot, that's the more expensive one, right? Well, it, it can be. I mean, like it all depends. Like when I say standard or special, does it have P90s in it? Um, does it have, uh, if it has P90s and it like just has dot frets and everything, it's probably a special. I'm not saying I don't dislike specials. Mm -hmm. Like think of like what Keith Richard plays or Billy o Joe Armstrong. Those are, those are typically specials or juniors. It, okay. It is a 2016 Gibson custom shop Les Paul special double cut. Oh yeah. You're, you're never going to sell that to me. <laughs> you just said custom shop. I'm just like. I, I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to have just like a, a custom shop in my house. Just 
like you have your Axe Effects in your house. You don't want to miss <laughs> just a, for display. You don't want to miss a month of rent. I mean, I do. It's uh, how much is rent? <laughs> it's New York, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, gotta actually, be cheaper yeah, than that. Month, that's probably a month of rent then. Yeah, <laughs> I only pay half of it, so <laughs> no. So it's funny that you say that because, like, I feel like. I think we all go on ebb and flow in, in romanticizing guitars and thinking about like what guitar do I want next and I've <laughs> been on like I was on like a, another like Charvel kick again and then today I've been on like a Gibson kick and it's been a double cutaway but the one I really want is like either a special or a junior and Chicago Music Exchange had one that was like a white double cutaway um, tribute model uh, that had like a tortoise pick guard and uh, it had like P90s and it was just, it just it looked exactly what like what I wanted and it was like under a grand so are they just a vintage guitar store or what are they like I, I know you sent me links to like a bunch of SGs that they had a bunch of like different um, <clears throat> kind of cool color like different colors and stuff non-standard ones and stuff uh, but I'd never heard of them before Oh. It's just it's just a guitar company, a guitar store in Chicago that's like fairly big, and they they um, just have really nice gear, really nice guitars. Um, that's that's all I really know of it. It's not it's not it's not just it's like, like a, a boutique shop or something like. A... It's kind of boutique, but I mean they have like everything. They have like um, Epiphones, and they have everything like you'd find at like Guitar Center or something. It's just like. I think it's like a one-off of like basically a guitar center that's kind of better because it's like more specific and unique. Did you ever go to Probably. Yeah. I know that Zach's probably been, but have you been to Elderly <laughs> in in Lansing? Have you been to Elderly, Canem? And uh, I have not. Music? There's Elder. There's one. That was a, like a Lansing gem. <laughs> I think there's like a really good. A guitar store in like Rochester or Rochester Hills, somewhere north of Detroit. That's supposed to be like kind of like what's Zach looks like he knows what it is. Do you know that I don't, shop? I don't know what the name of it is. Someone I feel like I always have people talk about it. They'll be like, Oh, have you been out to this place? I'm like, No. But I I know it's <laughs> that, that, that is a true no. hidden gem. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, I want to do that more. I want to go to, like, more hidden gems. Like, I, I know, like, um, there's a guitar store, Rudy, and you, uh, yeah, Rudy's Music, I think, in New York. That's really cool. Um, it's not really a hidden gem. It's, like, in the middle of Soho, but it, it's it's really cool. But I feel like I haven't been to enough hidden gems. If I'm in Chicago, I want to go to the Chicago Music Exchange because, like, obviously they have, like, just, like, really nice vintage gear and everything but they also like i sent i sent you those sgs that had like custom yeah. there was like more uh yeah more unique like uh paint um uh, finish on it like different right. colors and everything and it had like, a nice turquoise pick guard and everything yeah. so they get some for whatever reason it's big enough to get like unique finishes on specific guitars and they have like the their chicago music exchange ex, uh, uh, exclusives that like are just like really they're just like have really cool unique guitars so yeah i wonder um, how, this is probably for another episode but i want, i'm curious how like manufacturers and distributors and stuff work for this stuff cuz i don't know how like i i think about like well why wouldn't you, why would you be able to get a gibson on there that's not on like sweetwater or something but that's that's cool it's fascinating to me cuz like it's like do they get like special stock from gibson about on certain custom shop things or is it like 
How does they just work, work out exclusive deals? Like it's like anything else. It's like when there's like an exclusive sneaker. Um, oh, I don't know how that. I don't. I. I don't know. I'm not savvy oh. to that kind of. Same. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm savvy, but like it's basically if you have um, a very specific item, um, and it's basically a way for like a distributor, like Sweetwater, Chicago Music Exchange, Guitar Center. Those are all technically distributors. It's a way for them to get a special niche so that customers have to come to their store mm. to buy that item. Gotcha. So it's like just it's like just a distribution deal that you work out typically with with specific companies. Um, so yeah, I mean that's like you normally see that at like Sweetwaters will have exclusives and Chicago Music Exchange has exclusives, but that also means that the comp the distributing company may have to sometimes like pay additional because they're asking like Gibson to make this specific type of finish these finishes so we can sell it to our customers so they probably don't make as much on each one of those items but it gets more people to go to their store which is inevitably what you're what you're looking to happen in in a business sense yeah and that's business corner <laughs> yeah that was, that was a good uh very simplified explanation thank you no problem but you should yeah. start a guitar store <laughs> god no god no I mean, that's so dangerous. That's like all of us selling, like, it's like our favorite thing that we like collecting. Well, I don't know, though, because, like, I feel like, you know, there's a point, though. So, back to your point about, like, you know, being on the grind for the next guitar or the next piece of gear, I I feel like I do go through waves of um, maybe it's because I I, I like, I'm always obsessed with something gear related, but it's not always specifically guitars. So I feel like I'll go through a wave of being obsessed with guitars and then I'll go through a wave of being obsessed with like studio kind of stuff or amps and that kind of, and plugins and that kind of stuff. And I feel like maybe owning a guitar store would kill some of that energy because I would just be like, okay, they're all here. I can always try them. It would cut some of that like, but I, I just want it. I like, I need to have it in my, cause like it is, I, and especially with COVID, there's an, I'm not going to go to guitar center now to play guitars and like you can, I don't, I don't want to do that. But like, I feel like that makes it even more, it drives even more of the, like, it looks great. Should I pull the trigger on it? Just like, <laughs> you know, it gives it a little bit yeah. of that mysticism before like going into a thing and being like, Oh, I don't like the weight on this. Or it, that can kind of sometimes kill that mysticism around a guitar of like, try have you ever are there any guitars that you thought that like you said you you had this like oh my god i love it and then you tried it and you're like oh this is not what i thought yes every single honeybirds les paul that i've ever played (laughs) it's not even a different type of guitar but i think i know that i hear his point like the cherry sun those are like I like I've been obsessed with that finish. I'm like that is my favorite finish. Like Wait, I just want one. Bur- that is I need to beautiful. look this one up. I need to Every it's... single Honey Burst that I've ever played just plays. What about it? Does it play different? Like, like is there sucks. a different? Like, it just wood? sounds too sticky. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Honestly, like it just like it just it. Everyone I've played, like I've been like you just play it fast. No, I don't have a. Uh, that was a iced oh, tea. I bought a tribute one to flip, but like that's like to I, flip. 
I, I just was... like offended the Gibson people. It's like, is how that dare they're like, dude, that's a vintage yeah. cherry burst. That's well, that's, that's a sixty-one. Different. That is different. <laughs> that is different because that's like that's like the satin finish. So it's not like the glossy finish. Like I'm talking about like the glossy yeah. like. The most like you, you you're missing out on rent because you bought this guitar like it's supposed slap. to be the most beautiful last fall like it's just such a great color slap a video and, a photo of this when you put this video out. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just such it's sexy it's a sexy last paul and every single one i picked up doesn't matter if it was 500 bucks doesn't matter if it was three thousand bucks it has been a piece of crap so I'm just, I guess, Honeyburst, and I just weren't meant to be. <laughs> the color just fucks it up. It's a trap. It, has, it, ruins, it ruins the Les Paul at its core. I Something like about it. the color of Honeyburst changes the chemistry of a Les Paul. Like, the wood chemistry is just, it it's off. It could be. And it, it's like, completely I feel, off. I do feel like sometimes the finishes, because, like, I, I definitely find a difference between, like, no pick guard and pick guard. Like, I don't, okay. I don't, you said this about the SG where like you played like an SG yeah, where like, and it's pick, it's, pickups are I, set in the pick guard. And yeah, like the, when, the I, when I, when I, when I, I say that it, there, I don't know a difference, I, it, that could be also placebo. Like it could just be some weird mental thing, but whatever it is, I've found that difference. Oh my, I didn't even know my dog was out here. Uh, the, uh, I found Bye, that. Yeah. She's, she's probably agreeing with me about the pick guards but like yeah i feel like like this one i love that it doesn't have the uh the thing in it it has a pick guard but it doesn't have the pick cup encasing or whatever you call that thing yeah and i i yeah i don't know what it is but like i always just maybe it's the way that i like rest my hand on it or hold my thumb pinky down on it but like there's this psychological thing about like Wait, is it the plastic ring you're talking about? Yeah, yeah the... so no, pick, I, I'm talking about, I, I, before I was talking about the pick guards, but okay, like, okay. Uh, what you were talking about, the encasing, yeah, that was a good example, because like, the SG, that doesn't have that. I don't know if it's just I played a good SG, or if it was something about that not having, because that was, I think, that was a, a full pick guard. I don't know. I'll leave that up to it. But yes, basically, I get your point. Sometimes there's something that's stupid, like the color that changes, like how you interpret the guitar and whatever. Like, <clears throat> see, I was just like pulling that out of my ass, but now I'm like thinking about that. Like, maybe, maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe it's not the honey burst plus ball. There's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> it's me. No, there, there are plenty, just not these things. I will <laughs> uh, text me. I'll let you know what's wrong with you. These are I have, not a, full, I have a spreadsheet. I have an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm organized. Okay. All right. All right. That was good. I see how it is. Hey, remember who edits the videos? Yeah, you gotta take. You gotta edit that video back in here. Yeah, edit that every time. Probably says some shit. Just say, just edit in John Layer. John Layer. When he said that, I, I know I watched the completely wrong edit that you sent, but it like it's like I feel like a minute after you texted that, Prabhu just said John Layer. I was like, oh shit, he said that like he said like twice at least. Blame it on uh, 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 alcohol. What, where's oh, your white claws, by the way? You guys aren't. I'm out, dude. I'm, I do, I barely. I don't drink ever now. It's it's good. I'm like more awake and more healthy. It's just like, yeah, this is the only reason I drink. <laughs> this You're show, welcome. I, 
I had Bailey's. That was the one time, and then I got drunk off of that. I had Bailey's with coffee, and that was it. And then I oh, fuzzy yeah. little man peach. Yeah, fuzzy little man peach. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. you want to go to a club where people <laughs> weigh on each other? <laughs> this is a picture of Bailey's. I'm all great. Really close. I, I don't know what you guys are referencing. Almost touching your no. eyes. You don't know what old Greg is? All right, I'll this send that to you after. Peach. Yeah, no, oh. I'm, not, I'm just like, okay, they talk kind of funny. All right. <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> For anyone watching bit. this who has never seen old Greg, go to YouTube right now and type in old Greg. And you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. You don't have to watch the whole thing. It's a pretty long video. Uh, but like, you do have to watch the whole thing. You got to at least get to the part where he starts singing. I need a minute. Let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. If you start watching it, you will probably end up watching the whole thing. That's, so you're that's welcome. True. That's true. You're welcome. Kana, do you have a guitar that's been a, a, a sour disappointment? Sour disappointment. Okay, that's, maybe not uh, a sour disappointment, but like just was not what you expected. Not, yeah, well, not what I expected. So, um, I think the things I, the ones I think about uh, are the Epiphone Riviera that I had, which is like a um, uh, semi hollow guitar, 3P90 picks up, pickups, beautiful like red wine, uh, cherry finish, like gold hardware. It, it's just a really nice looking guitar. And I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but like what I think it's just my playing style is what kind of soured it for me over time is that I play, maybe not, like, at the time I was probably not playing, like, the like, high gain, but I was playing hard rock, and that combined with a single coil hollow body guitar was just, like, feedback hell, and that's kind of, between that and then, like, at, you know, I knew I was going to probably be, like, moving in the near future, and I felt like I had, at the time, I would have had one, two, three, four... Five, five or six guitars that I'd be moving with. And I, I, and I was just like, I, I got to sell one at least. Like, it just, I, I'm not going to have room for this when I move. So I, that, that's kind of what, like, encouraged me to get rid of it, though. It's just, it, it wasn't hitting all of the um, spots for, especially when I was playing live. Like, if I was playing at home or just recording or something, it, it was a great guitar. It worked in all those facets. But it just didn't, every other guitar, like, would tick every box or ticked a very specific box that would make it like un uh make it a guitar that i'd never get rid of but that one would just like you fuck me over when i'm playing live and i just sound like a, a feedback banshee so yeah there's that then, banshee 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 Bans the sustain was just it just never stopped yeah. <laughs> he's got the game but not the sustain Exactly. This is Final Tap when I was a little kid, but I feel like I should watch it now because I feel like I would appreciate it a lot more that I know. I need to rewatch it. I played it. I, I actually I, have I watched I've it before I played it. guitar, so I didn't actually. I like maybe of... that's maybe that's a whole episode where we just sit down and watch Final Tap together. <laughs> a a, a two-hour reaction video. <laughs> Just, it's just us, it's our faces watching it. The <laughs> reaction video, yes. Twitch stream. <laughs> you just just cut it up in each in one minute segments and just upload it to TikTok one by one. Yeah, hell yeah. 
I okay. I have something off topic, but it's interesting, and it's a okay. it's an experiment that I want to try. So, I don't remember so, how I located this, but I found. Well, okay. Have you ever heard of a Chibson? No. Oh, so, it's a, it's a Chinese a fake Gibson. Yeah, the chi- it's a Chinese Gibson. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They said Chipson. No, I did. Yeah, Chip- I thought you was like talking Ch- about it. it's a micro trip. Yeah. No, 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 no. Chibson. <laughs> All right. Let Chibson. So, Chibba. how about this? Let's pick up the Chipson in the next call. Sound good? John Lair. John Lair. John Lair. So a brand new slash Les Paul Gibson with all the fancy, beautiful things about it is 3000 bucks. okay? Reasonable. How much do you think a Three, Chipson... Huh? 3000 for a, a Les Paul Standard? Yes. Slash Les Paul Standard, sir. No, like a be, normal Les Paul Standard? What, for a be slash like, Les Paul Standard. Yeah. Oh, slash. Okay, I was like... Dude, why is it three? Okay, okay. Yeah, I yeah. mean, everything else is like twenty five hundred, like two thousand maybe, but probably twenty five hundred. That's still, I think. Well, mine. Yeah, I guess that's two grand. Oh, SGs are SGs are the bastard stepchild of Les Pauls. And I got that's the T nineties, so yeah. They're a little cheap. Well, even the special, the special. Guys, you're missing the point. Yeah, So. Ballpark range, what do you think a Chipson slash Les Paul is? It's 500. 300. Wow, it's actually pretty good. It's about 300. So, here, let me show you these. I'm yeah, I mean, myself. dude, I, like, I've, I've been, I actually was Googling a lot of those. Like, this thing looks exactly the same. And check it out. If you buy 20 pieces, 20 of them, they're only 128. <laughs> <laughs> it's 128 per guitar though right yes yes dude, but, i mean uh, that's wild dude the, the thing is though are you gonna get is, one so i'm really because i know the pickups are gonna be absolute that's trash. the hardware is where i would get most nervous so the pickups are trash the wiring i'm concerned about but i'm like thinking because i have a set of slash humbuckers that aren't in any of my guitars right now. So I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe I should buy one of these dirt cheap but beautiful looking Chipsons and just pop those pickups in it and see if it sucks. Because there's there's two sides of this argument. Because I know someone who buys Chipsons all the time. And he's he said he's had some that are dope and he's had some that are just like complete garbage. So that's one problem. So like a, so like a regular Les Paul. Yeah, like I mean, says, I honestly, at the like a regular worst, Les Paul, exactly. At the very <laughs> worst, your at the very least, like your Tribson is probably gonna be an Epiphone standard. Like a yeah, like, if not, that's maybe worse if you get a bad one. But you might get a better one, and it might you do, be a better one. And I think that what's the return policy? There probably isn't one. I don't know. I didn't look that far into it, but. It's three hundred bucks and it's free shipping. So, um, but so the one argument is, well, maybe that stuff doesn't matter too much because it's about the person playing the guitar. But I mean, I feel like that kind of really matters too. That matters for every guitar, though. You know, like I, I mean, you can have someone like 
I'll play your guitar and I'll sound like me, kind of, you know, like I'll, I'm not going to sound like you because I don't know how to play like you. And like, I, I had a roommate that had a Les, I, so I've been, maybe you can find the right chips in Les Paul, but like my, uh, I had a roommate in college who had this brand that I don't remember what it was. I don't know if it's a Chipson or just another knockoff brand, but it was like a Les Paul that was like a skinny, slim, like kind of like this guitar. And it was this color. It was this red, slim Les Paul. And I feel like the name was like a person's name. It was like, like the name of the brand was like a full person's name. And, but like that guitar was this cheap guitar. It reminded me of like the Epiphone Les Paul Special 2. I think that's one of the best cheap guitars you could get. It's like 150 bucks and like fun. Doesn't sound like, it's not a Les Paul Les Paul. But like that's why I like it because it's like slim and fast. But why are you, why you hard pass? Why a hard pass on an Epiphone special? Why? Because he says it doesn't sound anything like a Les Paul. Well, no, it play. Yes. Yeah, so well, wait. Like, how does? How does? I it, think, I'm curious. How does it not sound like a Les Paul? Because I'm like, not saying I sound. Have a special I, I'm not well. saying sound. I said play. Well, how's the Les Paul supposed to play? I mean, isn't it supposed compared to be a single to cut? The, well, compared to the Les Pauls that I had, of just the traditional, like, beefy, like, kind of stockier build, it's a much lighter guitar. Okay. It's a... It's a I, feel, I, I feel like I, I had a Junior. And oh, so that's the thing. There are it was other... pretty fan... It's pretty... It's an Epiphone Junior. It's pretty fantastic. But I'm not again... It's bad. And I'm, I'm, I'm not like, a particular person. <laughs> I like playing the Special 2 more. It's... It, I was just saying the... So let me clarify. It's not like playing a Les Paul standard or whatever people's typical idea of a Les Paul, but that gets that Chipson guitar, whatever knockoff brand played so awesome. And I don't know what brand it was. And I've been trying to search for it and it was probably like a 300, $200 guitar, but like it was so fun. And like, I feel like they're hidden gems that you can like, See, but, like, I feel like a Les Paul that plays like that, like, it's fast. Like, I feel like that completely defeats the purpose of the guitar because, like, a Les Paul is just, like, inconvenient A Les Paul is supposed to be, like, oh, it's, you feel like a Les Paul is supposed to be inconvenient by nature? Like, think about it. It has, like... It's supposed to give you a hernia every time you do a bend. Yeah, right? (laughs) If you you go to play in the higher register, it's not convenient. Dude, it's, it's like, the the cutaway is so... Yeah. Like, like, but, like, for a fast neck, for somebody who's, like, trying to get up to those spots and just, like, totally shred... Like, the Les Paul, like, sucks for that. Fair enough, fair enough. I think I find the Les Paul a recording guitar. I, th- I find, I, I do. Ooh, no, miss... I find a Les Paul is a, a live guitar. Dude, really? Because, like, to me, I, I, that's the one thing I miss about my Les Paul is how that thickness and stuff. When I sit down, it didn't matter. And, like, some of, like, playing the Les Paul when I sat down, and especially the Le- Epiphone more than the LTD, I like the ESP, but, like, the Epiphone one, closest thing to the Gibson Les Paul I've owned, was like, I don't know, there was like that, there was that, that roundness to the neck and just like the way that like, I did like soloing on it when I was sitting there, like playing live and like all that kind of stuff. It felt inconvenient, but like, mm. if I could like, you know, s- sit here and like angle it at a way that played best for me, or if I had to hit to that high register thing, I could like, like doesn't slash like do this thing like 
Doesn't he like put his stuff? Yeah, I've seen him do that. Like, well, I think don't his guitars normally have like the notch cut out in the back now? The new like one he has like a high performance. I, I thought that was a really great idea that Gibson did is like starting to do the high performance models. Like I kind of liked that. Like I never had one. I never played one, but I like the idea of it at least. See, like most people hated it, so they they know. stopped doing it. Like they were like trying to be really progressive with their designs. Maybe they still, I think they still have like those notch ones. Unless like, tall without the headstock. <laughs> no, but like, like, did you see like the automated tuners and stuff that they had yeah. in a couple of years? Like in 2014 or something? Like they were trying to bring out like these like, they did fin- like, like a really, robot like, blue finish thing with like, yeah, like auto- weird colors and like automated tuners and stuff. And like people, people just like them. hated it. I wouldn't, I, <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't have the money at the time. So yeah. I'd rather them put that money into perform like high quality woods and hardware than like flashy little things like the automatic tuners. Like I'd rather. I, I don't know the auto. I, if it, I it's just like the 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 timing of me having any like amount of money to buy a Gibson and those coming out were not at the same time. Yeah, I there mean, is something like I think is subtly very nice to just be like. Strum it tunes itself. Let's fucking go. Do they work go. well though? Uh, that's my thing. Is that, like, the second is generation it, worked better than the first? Yeah, that's why I, know. I never used it. So like, I'd rather to me rather than an automatic tuner have a like a locking tuner or something like or like uh you know something that's yeah. just like not the not the uh not the Floyd thing Rose. the the yeah. the thing on the back but like I don't know I I feel like well. Even if you got your Chibson for three hundred, maybe this could be an episode where we we spec out your Chibson. So like you buy the Chibson and then we try to see how far we set your budget and see if we can high modify your Chibson and then see how it plays compared to Les Paul. I think that's yeah, what I was gonna say like I want to do a shootout with it and see if yeah. it sucks. Worst case scenario, I have this beautiful Chibson that I can just hang on my wall and never play. And people like it says Gibson and everything. Like it's absolutely so how legal is it to buy that? And it's, huh? How how much of a garbage person do you have to be to be buying fake Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> See, at least I you mean, own some. You own. It's illegal to sell them, but it's legal to buy them. <laughs> Doesn't so like, judge if that I, way. But if I if I purchase officer, it, then, it's legal to buy this. Please, if, not I meant if I was de- if I was deceiving people. Like if I was like, hey, check out my three thousand dollar Gibson because it says Gibson at the top, and then some poor soul is like, I love Slash. It's probably me. I'm the poor soul. <laughs> and I spent three thousand dollars on a three hundred dollar guitar. That's illegal, obviously. So not that, that's so that's <laughs> different to me is that so the chipsons that i'd seen were just knockoff brands i was not looking into the ones that were like no dude, straight like, up gibson like just they all slap say that. they say gibson at the top like it's absolute <laughs> copyright infringement like but apparently gibson's like as long as like if you sell it somewhere and you say that it's fake they supposedly don't get mad i'm just gonna buy and play it i, I don't want to go down i don't want i don't want to go down that road but when you're not gonna sell it for i mean if you sell it for two grand you're gonna get you know yeah you, 
you faked me out. Like, you know, and that's yeah. wrong. Like, that's, I, that's like you would have to sell it as a Chibson, which yes. you're not going to resell it as. No. Have you, have you seen the Yeah, you will. Have I was you seen hanging Lawsuit on my guitar, wall. The Lawsuit era guitars? No, what I haven't. Really? Like oh. the 70s Lawsuit era Ibanez's? Like There's like Ibanez. Oh, I'm sorry. Ibanez, 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 ESP, PRS. I think Gibson sued them all. I have, I have a SG. different lawsuit one. Oh, which one I have a have? Lotus. Lotus. Uh, I don't know. Sure. It's or just... what does it look like? Is it like an SG or? or no, or it looks like a, it, like a it looks like a Les Paul. It was the very first um, guitar that I ever played. I still have it at my parents' house. I think it's like one of the pickups didn't work in it, but like I loved it just because it. Like, it, was, it looked like a Les Paul, but it was, like, really crappy. <laughs> like, a really mm. crappy-looking Les Paul. And I have a picture somewhere on Facebook of me holding it. And I have no idea how to play guitar, but I thought it would be, like, this cool, angsty picture to post. So I'm not, I'm going to, like, edit that in, too. I look <laughs> so stupid. I'm, like, trying to be all cool with my little Lotus Les Paul. And I'm, like, playing, like, a G power chord. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Oh, power chord, not even the, I was like. No, it was a G power chord. Hell yeah, that's a hard one, dude. Oh, that's dude. A, it's, it's it's a hard, that power chord's so much more difficult than all the other power chords. It is, dude, it's pretty low there. You gotta stretch your hands. It hurts the hands. It's the quite, F, no, F is the worst. Why do you think I play in drop D all the time? I don't know, man. All right. Play us know. out. Play us out. Is it time? I think, I mean, it is time. That's why I said all right like that. I'm not going to play it like it isn't. All right. Thank you, guys. Fuck you, Canem. <laughs> <laughs>